We don't have pitch material like a C major scale or something that you would traditionally make a piece of music out of, but this material, sparse as it is, is going to form the basis for the whole piece that we're listening to. Welcome to Relevant Tones, I'm Seth Bostead, and today I'm featuring music composed for laptop ensembles. Let's keep listening. Thank you. 
performed by an ensemble of laptops. We heard Benoit and the Mandelbrots performing their piece, Ghostly. Now, I said that we'd be featuring music mostly composed for laptop ensemble, but in this case, this piece has been put together in a very interesting fashion. It's kind of a group improvisation, which, of course, is nothing new. Lots of guys get together and, and hammer out an improvisation on their instruments. But in this case, they actually have to code the music. So somebody has to write the code that actually creates what we're hearing. So these guys get together. They're sharing the same code. They can see what each other is doing. So one person will start a line of code, and we hear those uh, kind of ambient sounds, the first few flickerings of sound, and then others tweak that with their code and develop it. I think it's an incredible way of working, something that would not work in any other format. Again, that was ghostly performed by Benoit and the Mandelbrots. I'm featuring music today for Laptop Ensemble because I think it's very valid that computers would be used as musical instruments and the sounds that they make are every bit as interesting as what we can get from a violin or piano. In fact, really, because a Laptop Ensemble can make an unlimited number of sounds, the composers really do have to limit the palette in some way. And uh, we'll find that these pieces are really well thought about and well structured. I first heard the Laptop Ensemble um, a couple years ago at a little club called Katarina's. It was the Columbia College Laptop Ensemble performing, and I remember when they came in, I just thought, okay, here's several laptops. What is this going to sound like? I expected it would just be noise-driven, but no, it wasn't. I was really struck by uh, the pieces. They were very well thought out, contemplative, interesting pieces, and I really was intrigued. 
Well, far and away, the most influential laptop ensemble is the Princeton Laptop Orchestra, or Plork, as they're affectionately known to themselves and to the legions of people that have been inspired by them. In fact, pretty much everyone I'm going to play on the program today was inspired by the Princeton Laptop Orchestra. And I think, you know, the other thing about Princeton Laptop Orchestra is they were really the first group that I could find, but they remain really relevant. They are constantly pushing the boundaries, working with orchestra, working with a tabla player, with a pianist. So I definitely want to feature them early on in the program. Let's have a listen to a piece called In Line. This is the Princeton Laptop Orchestra performing. the Princeton Laptop Orchestra performing their piece in line, or rather an excerpt thereof. Actually, one of the the things that I encountered with this show, even more than other shows, because there's always difficulty getting the audio that is on Relevant Tones because, well, it's so new. Um, In this particular case, almost none of this music exists commercially. You can't buy this music. You can't find it. Um, So I had to talk with every single director of the orchestra, every composer, to get the audio, uh, you know, which I think is really fascinating. And uh, because of that, also, they sent me live snippets. They sent me excerpts. They sent me anything that they happened to have. And so, you know, we do have an excerpt of that because this audio is so incredibly new and so, unfortunately, right now, uh, incredibly unavailable. But hopefully that will change as the laptop ensemble picks up steam, and I think that it will. Let's move now to the campus of Virginia Tech and the Linux Laptop Orchestra. Again, all these orchestras are within the university context as of now. I do think that will change in time, but this is such a new ensemble that so far it's comprised mostly of students and their professor-director. In this case, the director is Professor Ivika Iko Bukvich, and uh, she's also the main composer. 
So one of the things that I think is interesting about the Linux laptop orchestra, you know, if you're talking about five or six people on stage with laptops, frankly, it's not super interesting for the audience to watch people stare into their laptops. It's actually a little ghostly, right? A little eerie. It's not, uh, there's not that human element of connection. And it reminds me a little bit of the rock band Kraftwerk, who several years ago tried to send their computers on tour without themselves. And they were really annoyed and it, frankly could not understand why nobody would buy tickets. But of course, people want to see you perform the music live even if you're just fiddling with knobs. What the Linux Laptop Orchestra has done to provide a human element to their performances is they actually live manipulate the sound with Nintendo Wii controllers. So that gives you something to look at. You can see as the sound is changing, you can see who's changing it, which is kind of the equivalent of, oh, that's the guy taking the guitar solo, or that's the guy doing the, the piano solo. Um, so they provide that context to it. Let's have a listen to their piece, Citadel.
Isn't that beautiful music? may not be what you think of when you think of Laptop Ensemble, if you think of Laptop Ensemble at all. That was the soprano Chelsea Crane singing, and the piece derives its inspiration from a famous poem from the 17th century by Croatian poet Ivan Gundulic. It was the first piece that was ever actually written for the Linux Laptop Orchestra. From the program notes, it says that it relies upon pervasive tonality and in many ways is posing as an electronic counterpart to a traditional string ensemble. It uses the infinite bow metaphor to create lush tonal harmonies. The piece is called Citadel, again performed by the Linux Laptop Orchestra. I think a great example of the possibilities inherent in this ensemble. Well, as I said before, given the fact that the Laptop Orchestra could really have an unlimited sonic palette, it's up to the composer to decide which sounds they want to use. Or in the case of the piece that I'm going to feature next, Creation, the composer, Dr. Eldad Saberi, has decided to make the Laptop Orchestra part of a regular orchestra. So we're going to have our brass, our winds, our strings and percussion, and then we're also going to have the laptop section. Let's have a listen to this piece, Creation, performed by Clork, which is the Concordia Laptop Orchestra in Montreal, along with the Orchestra Symphonique de Lille.
music theory in which the laptop ensemble is actually functioning as a section of the orchestra. And I just love that idea. Maybe in the future, that'll be the way that it is. You've got your winds, you've got your brass, you've got your percussion, you've got your strings, and you've got your laptops. And, uh, you know, Benjamin Britten of the future will have to write another piece called a Young Person's Guide to the Orchestra, <laughs> where the laptops have a role. Music by Eldad Sawberry there called Creation, performed by Clork, the Concordia Laptop Orchestra, and the Orchestra Symphonique de Lille. Christian Gort, conductor. That's a orchestra in Montreal. Let's return to the Princeton Laptop Orchestra. As I said, they really are the progenitor of this new ensemble type. And as such, like a lot of trailblazers, they were the ones who had to deal with a lot of the early problems. You know, you can imagine Haydn when he first uh, invented, as we say, the string quartet, uh, you know, kind of dealing with, well, who's going to sit where? How do I balance the sound? I need uh, not one violin, but two violins, really, to get the right balance. And where do they sit and all of that? Well, Dan Truman at Princeton had to deal with the same exact issues. Where do I put the laptops? What channels do they go through? How many speakers? Where are they placed? All of that. And so now, as these other laptop ensembles are... Uh, benefiting from that research. There's kind of a document that's been exported. Here's the best way <laughs> to do a laptop ensemble. 
Let's have a listen to a piece that was composed by Dan Truman for the Princeton Laptop Orchestra. This is called Four Squared for Ligeti. This is, of course, referring to the famous Hungarian composer. The source material here is Ligeti's solo piano music, best known for its cameo in the Kubrick film Eyes Wide Shut, and a piece that the composer, who is Dan Truman, wrote himself for the, if you can believe it, six-string electric violin, which he says is unknown as far as he knows outside of this piece. This is the Princeton Laptop Orchestra performing, and I want to say that the pianist is Kathleen Supove, who is a well-known pianist and a wonderful advocate for new music. Let's have a listen. Phenomenal pianist Kathleen Supove performing Four Squared for Ligeti alongside the Princeton Laptop Orchestra, music by Dan Truman. The piece is a mashup of music by Ligeti for solo piano and a piece by Dan Truman himself for the solo six-string electric violin. And uh, he's accomplishing this through the laptops. This is all laptop interconnected alongside embedded pitched metronomes to create this uh, constantly shifting meter. I think it's a wonderful piece and a great example of uh, the laptop ensemble and uh, you know, really no barriers. <laughs> the only barriers are the composer's imagination. And when you're talking about Dan Truman, then I think we're talking about very few barriers. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. Today I'm talking about the Laptop Orchestra, this new and very unique ensemble. You can find out more information about the show on our Facebook page or on our website at relevanttones.com.
Let's turn to three short pieces here. These are actually excerpts. As I said, a lot of this music is excerpts um, because it has not had a chance to be mixed or mastered or commercially released, which I think is really cool <laughs> that uh, all this music is so, so fresh and, and uh, actually not available anywhere outside of the show. This is the Laptop Orchestra of Louisiana. I'm going to feature three very short excerpts that they sent that I think show off the very different possibilities of uh, what they're capable of. We're going to hear Jargo's Table, In Chuck, and Clicks.
I love that music. I want to hear more. <laughs> I need to write them again and get more of that piece. It's just an excerpt. In fact, we heard three excerpts. We heard Jargo's Table, and then In Chuck was the second one, and that's actually an homage to Terry Riley's In C. Chuck is the uh, programming language that they used. And then we heard Clicks there, just an excerpt. But boy, I do hope they put that out on a commercial release. <laughs> I would love to hear where that piece develops. That's such a tantalizing little bit of music we heard there. That was the Laptop Orchestra of Louisiana performing. Music by Von Steifel, Stephen David Beck, and Guy Wang. And Stephen David Beck is the director also. Well, let's have some fun. Uh, not that we haven't been having fun, but let's have some more fun. Uh, rock bands for a long time were interested in uh, having William S. Burroughs speak over their sonic creations. There's a lot of different groups that have done this, and I think, you know, uh, some really great collaborations. But as far as I know, not too many classical ensembles did it. But here we have a laptop ensemble taking William S. Burroughs' historic narrations and uh, manipulating them, of course, with the laptops and adding their own sounds to it. This is the Manchester Metropolitan University Laptop Ensemble. Martin Blaine is the director. The piece is called called Cut Up, Slow Down, featuring narrations by William S. Burroughs. Up, 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 up
That means uh, work it back and forth across the tape head. Play a track once. Cut back and forth between two recorders. That is the famous, or perhaps infamous, William S. Burroughs there giving us directions on how to splice tape. <laughs> I think it's a wonderful source material for a composer. Uh, William S. Burroughs, of course, narrations, and they've been manipulated by Martin Blaine and the Manchester Metropolitan University Laptop Ensemble. The piece is called Cut Up, Slow Down. Let's turn to a laptop ensemble from Germany. This is the Emu Ensemble from the University of Ulm, Germany, and they are very interested in musical representations of flavors, very specific flavors, kind of a synesthesia idea there. I, I like that a lot. The piece that uh, really caught my ear is called Ginger. So I want you to imagine that you're at a sushi restaurant and you have one course and now you're going to have another, but you need that palate cleanser in between. And of course, Ginger is a very pungent, very distinct taste. Let's have a listen. This is a musical representation of the flavor of ginger. The Emu Ensemble performing, the director is Christine Surfing. Thank you. 
musical representation of the flavor of ginger. The piece is actually called Ginger. That was the Emu Ensemble from Ulm, Germany, performing. The director is Christine Surfing. And I like that name, Emu Ensemble. I don't know if they're referencing this instrument, but there's a very famous synthesizer from the 80s called the Proteus Emu. And uh, I, for one, took a composition course in Columbia, Missouri in the 1990s and got to play around with it a little bit. And there is that analog warmth to the sound of the piece Ginger. So I don't know if they're referencing that in the name, but, uh, but it's certainly the first thing that I think of. Wonderful music there by the Emu Ensemble from Germany. We've heard a lot of possibilities here with the Laptop Ensemble, but we haven't heard anybody yet specifically referencing music that you would hear in clubs, which we also call electronica. And so you would expect that uh, especially some of the younger composers would reference that, and that will definitely be the case. In the next piece, I'm going to feature by Clork, the Concordia Laptop Orchestra, which was also one of the first ensembles to take their inspiration from Plork, the Princeton Laptop Orchestra, which we've been featuring quite a bit. This piece is called Valentine Take Two. And if you haven't spent Valentine's Day with a laptop ensemble before, and I'm going to guess that you haven't, you might just want to after hearing this. Let's have a listen. Thank you. 
Sorry, I had to come back over from the microphone. I was running around the studio dancing while that was playing. Uh, that was Valentine Take Two by Clork, the Concordia Laptop Orchestra music, I think clearly evoking a club environment. I'm not a big clubber, but pretty sure that, that everything's all there <laughs> in that piece. That's all we have time for today on Relevant Tones, but I hope you enjoyed the laptop ensemble. And, uh, you know, I think you should look for it because I, I do think it'll break out of this university setting and start performing on concert stages before too long. And I really hope, this is to all those laptop ensemble directors out there, I hope you do make commercial releases of your music pretty soon because I think there could be a wide audience for it. And uh, it's absolutely fabulous music, and I think it deserves to be heard. Relevant Tones is produced by Jesse McCorders, with special thanks to Katie McCarthy. For more information about the program and the artists we've featured, you can find us on Facebook or visit our website at relevanttones.com. Relevant Tones is brought to you in part by the generous support of Grosvenor Capital Management LP, the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music, an anonymous donor, DePaul University, and the listener supporters of the WFMT Fine Arts Circle. I'm Seth Bostead, and thanks for listening. <laughs>